Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. to our third episode of Spirit, Spirit of the Week. We are so excited to have you here. Yes, we are. <laughs> we have a new guest. Ooh. Our first. Our first guest. Can and our most believe? convenient guest. <laughs> this is my boyfriend. Her live-in boyfriend. He lives here. He came all the way from the bedroom to the living room. Four whole steps to tell you this story. Yep. Welcome. We have a possible alien story coming up yeah um, which makes me really want to know and do you believe in aliens i think i do let me rephrase that i (laughs) definitely do sorry i'm super wishy-washy um but no i definitely do i kind of feel like it is silly for us to assume that we're the only ones out there absolutely especially with all of that like gas they found on venus recently i'm sorry what there's some sort of like gas that's like an after effect of life that they found on Venus. People will have to read more into this because I'm I'm more of a skimmer of articles. Right, right. Because um, I'm a plebeian. But there was this gas found on Venus, which is an after product of life, meaning that like that life has left or expired. A hypothesis is there could have been life on Venus before. Yeah, I just kind of feel like the universe is so big there's so many other galaxies that we've never been able to look at or see or know about like I 100% believe that there's something I don't know what like it could just be like plant and organism life Mm -hmm. or there could be civilizations out there yeah um I'm not crazy about it I don't have any huge thoughts about like what's out there um I'm pretty open to other people's theories But yeah, for sure. Yes, I would say yes, yes, there's alien life out there. Yeah, I agree. I think this is something we talked about in either the first or second episode, just even about ghosts. Like, it's uh, stupid if you think we're the only ones here. 
you're stupid. Okay. You're stupid. You're stupid. I said and it, you should know I said it. it a little lighter than that. Like you're. I don't, can't remember what I said. No, I'm just gonna let everyone know yeah. you're stupid. You're there's stupid. there's totally other stuff out there, and if there isn't in this dimension, there's another timeline dimension crossover where uh, it's there. So yeah. I just believe which in could it. technically technically be a quote unquote other life form. Like if it's a different alternative timeline or alternative mm-hmm. life out there like yeah we don't know what is. the truth is yeah. in there i i'm the same though i don't hold on to like any certain alien stories or you but know. i wouldn't be surprised if when 2020 ends they like pop out of where they're hiding and just go hmm, we've been here we've been here and you guys are I screwing just, up so what do you think they we've got like? the reins now do you think they look like people, or do you think they look like the aliens from Spice World? Because that's what I'm picturing. Uh, I guess I would think, I would think they look like comparable to a human. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I think, I guess it all depends on like, yeah, their their surrounding environments. Because you see all the time, like animals adapt to their locations, like. Mm-hmm. Like, different animals learn to camouflage themselves or, like, adapt to their surroundings. So, I, I think depend, I think depending on what kind of terrain and, I guess, gaseous system that they're in, I would say they're a variant of what a human looks like. Not, mm-hmm. like, crazy, blah, 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 but, like, I would say you'd look at them and go, oh, that's pretty much human. Yeah. Well, sometimes I wonder if, like... I think, like, Men in Black portrays aliens as, like, oh, they're human, but they don't act human. But what if there are certain aliens that act so human, but they obviously think differently that, like, I don't think anyone would be surprised if we found out Lady Gaga was an alien, you know? Like, if she just admits it, we would be like, okay, cool. Like, thank God that you were creative with your thinking. but. What if, like, that's them? All the, like, oh, you're so genius. Because they've really studied us. And they know other things. They've, like, been here before. They know what works. And so they, they know. come in and they're, like, I'm gonna move aside. I'm coming. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. That makes sense. That's kind of what I think. You see those people and you're, like, they are otherworldly. And it's, like, no shit they are. Because they're not from <laughs> Because there. they're from another world. I don't yeah, know. I could Something. see that. I could totally see that. Maybe aliens aren't, like, so out of touch with human. They're not robotic. They're Mm. the best dancers. Mm -hmm. They have really good music videos. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they're short. They're they're (laughs) short. They're super short. They're super short, and they knock it out of the park because they know coming into this. Humans want something we can't understand. Yeah. So that's why we had Lady Gaga. That's why we've had Bowie, you know, these, like, aliens had come Prince. here. That's yeah. why we've had Whitney Houston. Yeah, like, all these, like, perfect beings. I'm just saying, maybe that's the aliens that we're not talking about. Maybe. Maybe they're not so green after all. Oh. Aliens do make me think of this is, oh, God, this is side note nation, but aliens really make me think of this girl in, like, third grade, and she had a retainer. It was all green, and it was glow-in-the-dark, and she Ooh. had this little alien inside it. So I got really mad that I didn't have a retainer, and I remember going to the dentist and being like, my teeth are messed up. Like, I need a retainer. And he's like, mm, your By teeth are By the way, 
Brittany has the straightest <laughs> little pearly teeth I've ever seen in my life. They're tiny, but yeah, I, I'm the gifted one. I, I definitely didn't get some braces like my I sisters. I also did not ever have braces. You have very straight teeth, too. I have very straight teeth. My teeth are like tall-ass teeth, though. But like, they're nice. I like tall teeth. As someone really? with very tiny teeth, I'm always like, look at those. I feel like the drawing... Like, it's a cartoon version of, like, an American. And they always have big-ass teeth. They do. You're absolutely right. They need <laughs> they're, butt They're teeth. just like, like, America. And they're always yelling. And <laughs> I'm always yelling. And I got big-ass front teeth. Um, but they're not buck teeth. They're beautifully straight. No, they're straight. not buck teeth. I do have vampire teeth, though, which I'm But that's cool. Of. I like that. Yeah. It's because I don't eat meat, and so I don't file it down with eating meat. That's not true at all. Wait, <laughs> what? Wait, does meat file my teeth down? Uh, no. <laughs> Tell me the article yes. you skipped. I need to know about this article you skipped. There's like something to like evolution is like, like that's why you had shark, that's why people had shark teeth at first. Yeah, they were like eating tough meat from the animals that they killed. Mm-hmm. And then like the course of evolution, our teeth have like not had to be as sharp. Um, so they're not, a, they're all like straight and whatever because of our diet. I would have been so screwed back in the day. My teeth are so tiny. I would have been on a plant diet and I would have hated it. I'm going to Google this. Evolution shark teeth. Yeah. Over time, human species evolved smaller and smaller canines as we've stopped using since the invention of forks and knives. (laughs) Haven't needed all that quality. Yeah. Our canines today are the shortest they've ever been. Except for mine. Mine are still long and sharp. Wait, what if people's teeth were just like an inch longer back then? Uh, like, big smile. <laughs> I was right. <laughs> Score. <laughs> the spirit of the week is the alien that abducted your uncle in 1975. He has never stopped talking about it, and it has haunted him and you ever since. Um, so today we have our very first guest on here, and it is my longtime partner in life and in love. This is Taylor Smith. Hello, hello, hello. Happy Yay! to be here. Thank Yay! you for uh, letting me set your bar so low. So it's, no only, it's only up from here. You know what? Because you're the first, you are the bar. Exactly. So, so it's only progress. It's only going to sure, get better from sure. here. Hello, Bob. I mean, it could be tumbling down into the abyss. I'm not sure. Yeah. <laughs> you either go we'll under see. a bar or over a bar. Uh, I like to limbo. That's just yeah. me. I'm not a hurdler. What the hell are we talking about? I don't know, but I... field, obviously. My friend was a hurdler, and she, um, in her first ever meet in high school... She leaped over two hurdles, got to the third one, tangled in it, fell to the ground, broke her arm in half, and I was behind her, like, cheering from, like, the starting line, and I just started laughing because I thought she was just, like, dicking around. Like, I thought she was just, like, you know, being, like, because she was, like, like, she was, like, moaning and crying on the ground, and I thought she was being dramatic, so I was laughing. And she got up and her arm was like all like flippy floppy. Yes. And so I was like, ooh. Ew. So, uh, yeah. That's the toughest part is that like with the hurdles, it's like 
you can't prepare to fall because then you're not committing to the hurdle. So right. whenever you do get tangled up in them, it's like eat shit so it's hard. So and it's yeah. just like, you don't see it coming. Mm-hmm. I, I would, uh, yeah. And she was also very short legged. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a clicker. Glass tinker. Glass tinkler. <laughs> Stop that. <laughs> um, she's also very short legged like me. So I'm not entirely sure why she picked the hurdles. It was kind of like, you know, you're a freshman. You're just like, yeah, I'll do whatever. Yeah, it's like mm-hmm. getting into track and field, though. It's pretty much like a kind of like a shopping thing where it's like a like a job fair. Yeah. Where you just bounce Try around the stations. Yeah. yeah. And then all of a sudden, like, oh, the pole vaulting coach has a lot of charisma. All of a sudden, you're spending a lot of time at pole vaulting. And before you know it, you're a pole vaulter. And yep. you're just like, <laughs> I was just here for like. The shorts, I guess. I don't know. That is 100% <laughs> an accurate description of track and field. Yeah. I approve. Yeah. I literally did discus because Desiree <gasps> did discus. <laughs> I showed up right at the beginning of high of my high school career I... to like go to a swim meeting and then found out my school didn't have a pool on campus. <gasps> so you would have to get up at like 4 or 5 a.m. No. to go to swim practice pre school no because it wasn't our pool so you couldn't have after school practice my god no hell no Mm -mm. and so i walked out of that meeting and like as i was walking out of that meeting i walked straight into the cross-country meeting and like couldn't fumble my way out and so all of a sudden i was in the (laughs) cross-country track and field pyramid scheme yeah it was i'm in too deep all i need to know is i need to recruit get out five friends to run track with me right yeah. now we have to do a relay yeah. it's the only way yeah and then i i said some like weird shit in the first meeting and like a couple kids laughed and like that's my achilles heel like if you laugh at one of my jokes i'll love you forever um so i just stayed <laughs> and so i was part of the cross-country team and then in come spring i was like a huge soccer player and i wanted to join the soccer team but my assist the assistant coach on the cross-country team was like honestly the best man you will ever meet in your life he was just the coolest guy coach gray you're amazing like he was like if i had a mentor it was him like he was just the most awesome dude ever like so supportive and he like came up to me and he was like clark you're not gonna play soccer i was like yes i am he's like nope all your friends are on track and i was like oh good point you're good point <laughs> coach gray <laughs> you'll never make new friends you'll you're never make friends new friends the rest of your life on and track i was like yep you're right, Coach Great. And I went to track then. I was like, nope, screw it then. He was right, though. All my good friends were on track, and all the soccer girls were sketchy. So I just imagine you leaving this uh, swim practice, and like you literally like stumbled into mm-hmm. yeah. this uh, team that well, was running. I might as well have done like, a cartwheel into this like team. <laughs> yeah, like a very forest gump. like a little but... whip pan ask, but she's still like in yeah. focus. Yeah. It's just like suddenly a track and field. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. she's the forest gump, but she's in the group that joins. Like, she was just like, whoops. Oh, like, like, I'm all of a sudden running, running across the country. What's yeah. this baton? I guess I'll keep I going. I guess I'll pass it to the person next. I don't know. And everyone was impressed by Anne's beard. That's what uh, I heard. That's what I heard. Her beard? Yeah. Forrest Gump? Forrest Gump. Oh. Do I have to walk you through this? No, you have to run me through it. Oh! <laughs> glad you're here, Taylor! Me too. <laughs> what a perfect segue. Yeah, um, two ghosts. Two ghosts. Yes, Taylor, uh, thanks again for being here. <laughs> I can't do this. I can't take myself seriously. Okay, 
Um, hi. Hi. <laughs> hey. Hello. Well, I'll be your Thanks third for girl for this, for this time. <laughs> I just, it's just all Don't forget me over here. Are normally in a car together. <laughs> Taylor often is lovely, sits in the back so Anne and I can sit in the front yeah. and just go way too far with uh, a bit for a long road trip. Until he deems it far too, far too far and mm-hmm. pops up and corrects us. Yeah. <laughs> That Look, always happens. I just want if if it's gonna be gold at the end, I want it to be have a solid foundation That's at the fair. start. You That's know? Fair. That's true. Had you been collapse. here for my teeth discussion, you might you But you might were right though. I was, I was like, right. yeah, that's hundred percent right. correct. Yes. Like, yeah. So that's every once in a while. Like our molars, like our wisdom teeth come in all goofy because we don't chew as aggressively or as much, so our jaws are like literally shortened based oh. off of like the prior versions, you know, the beta <gasps> versions oh. of humans. My jaw pops all the time when that I try and open it too wide. It's just a you thing? That's no, that like can't be, that can't be just <laughs> me. There has to be another person. Do you, does your jaw pop? No, my arms pop. Her jaw pops so wrist, hard that it makes yeah. me cringe from across the room sometimes. I'm a bone popper. I'll mm. pop your toes if you let me. You may want to phrase that. that. <laughs> nope. Okay, cool, cool. <laughs> She is single. Yeah. <laughs> Coach Gray, where are you at? No, 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 no. I would never. Dan Gray is the epitome of a gentleman mm. and has a lovely wife named Anne, I believe, who's also super lovely. So you just lovely. slide Don't right into well. her life. I know. I think it'd be pretty seamless. No, no, no. Okay. Um, are you guys going to talk to me about uh, no. ghosts? Maybe. Okay. Maybe. Okay. We're deciding what this Look, I'm podcast here for is. It. I'm here for it. Do you, Taylor, believe in ghosts? Um, I am a heavy skeptic. Okay. But I want to believe. There are very few instances that I hear a story and, you know, anytime there's like ghost stories going around, I'm never the guy that's like, oh, you were just, it was probably just the wind or whatever. I always want it to be true. But, yeah. you know, in my in my mind, I am working out like, What's the the truth of it here? What's the ex- what's the possible what's the scientific real explanation? explanation? Sure. And a very quick example is a friend of mine. Uh, his mom was saying that she would wake up and her little like uh, porcelain figurines that were st- that were on her bar would be turned every single morning. She would wake up, she'd turn them back, set them correctly, and then wake up the next morning. The figurines would be turned. Gross. So, and, you know, typically turned facing one way towards kind of the bedroom door. <clears throat> so. They were watching over her. Terrifying. Absolutely. That is terrifying. <laughs> Anne's eyes are already getting there. See, eyes and that's the thing. Watering. I love these stories. Like, they, they give me chills every time. Like, as much as I am always looking for the real reason for it, I'm totally into it. Like, if someone tells a good story, I get chills. Ooh. Keeps me up at night. My eyes water. All that good stuff. That's, mm-hmm. like, my scary reaction is, like, the chills and then the eye watering. If the eyes water... You got me. Go yeah. So my friend ends up staying at his mom's house and wakes up in the middle of the night to hearing tinking. Ding, ding, ding. Mm-hmm. And he wakes up and sees that the mom's cat jumps up on the bar every night and zigzags between the figurines, thusly turning them as he brushes past them. Mm. Maybe the cat was like, this is crazy. I turn these every night and every morning they're turned She turns back. them back. It's the weirdest thing. I don't know, guys. He it goes to sleep ghost. watching them facing the door and 
Yeah. Accidentally falls asleep, wakes up. It's like, damn it, they're back again. Makes a note of it somehow. <laughs> like, they were faced this way. I, I know. I swear I, I faced them the right way. <laughs> faced them right at that bedroom door. So that yeah. said, I'm, I'm, I, you know, there's always, I, I feel like a lot of the stories that out, are out there would make the most boring amount of sense with just that one piece of information that we were missing from our perspective. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, that said, I've definitely encountered some things in my life that are inexplicable. Like, so I've got three I'll throw out today. <gasps> okay. Ooh, a mystery Ooh. one. I'll start, okay. I'll start with the one that just... You know what? I'll just jump into it. Okay. Yes, let's do it. Let's do it. So it was, you know, towards the end of the year, it's getting dark early. It's about like mid evening or so. And it's already, you know, super dark outside. I'm getting ready to go leave, go do something. I don't know. My mom's hanging out in the living room watching TV. Like our li- our front door is like right smack attached to the living room. So you walk into the front door, you're in the living room. So I'm getting ready and I, you know, say bye to my mom and I open up the front door and the porch light wasn't on. But right when I open up the front door, I, I see a shape standing. So basically the way our house is, is it was up on stilts. The area I used to live in would like flood a lot, right? So the house is like lifted up like four feet or so off the ground. Mm-hmm. So there's some concrete steps. So I open up the door and right on those steps directly in front of me is a shape that I outright cannot recognize. I, I can't place it. You know, it's not fully human. But one thing that I can see definitely is that there is a shape of a head and shoulders. Oh, and on this head are two small, very bright eyes just reflecting light just right back at me. Oh, just shit. standing, looking directly at me. So, I mean, like that kind of a moment happens and your brain is like, you know, you see a shape, you wake up in the middle of the night, you see your jacket hanging and it's a person all of a sudden, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. But like my brain couldn't even turn this blob into something that made sense, mm-hmm. right? Like my brain's like immediately came to the conclusion, alien. Like, this is an otherworldly creature. Absolutely. Look at its eyes. Look at its eyes fucking looking right at you. It's right there. Mm-hmm. Right there. So I go straight into panic mode. Like, can't speak. I just slam the door shut. And instead of even locking the door, I just grab the handle. And I have my full weight up against it. My leg, you know, cocked back, pressing against it. And my mom's just sitting there on the couch watching this happen. So she sees, from her angle, she sees me open the door, stop for about a half second, and then slam the door shut in a panic. She's like, what are you doing? And all I can get out is just this whisper of, there's something on the stairs. So she's like, obviously, like, just if you, like, knowing me, she does not believe me for a split second. She thinks I'm just messing with her. Mm -hmm. And then the door kind of thumps a bit. Thumps a bit. Like, (laughs) like, like something's like against the door. And then the doorknob starts twisting in my hand. And the the sensation of terror obviously painted itself just perfectly clearly on my face. Because at that point, immediately, my mom knew that I was not messing around. She jumps up and is literally back against the wall. So you know that scene in Jurassic Park where Alan and I am so... Laura Dern. Oh my God, what's her name? That's fine. We know. That's going to haunt me. She's more More than any ghost ever haunted me. That will haunt me. (laughs) Good. Okay, but when they're up against the door trying to keep the raptors out, yeah. like just like full bodied against yeah. it, that's yeah. m- me and my mom right there, just like Ooh. fully trying to get whatever is on the other side of the door, twisting the knob, trying to. Is there any like? We have no peephole. No peephole in the window. No, okay. we were okay. fully poor. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> 
Peepholes are too expensive for us. Like, you know. <laughs> okay, okay, carry on, carry on. I didn't know. Touche. No, because whatever's on the other side of the door is just going to make my day better, just walking out, you know? Like, gotcha. Except for an alien, apparently, so I, I immediately redact that statement. Okay. Um, <laughs> so we're literally just full force against this this door trying to keep it from opening my mom's like at the verge of tears now saying what's out there what's out there i can't even speak because i'm focusing all of my effort into keeping this door shut and keeping the door handle from even opening so after this goes on for about 30 seconds which feels like forever Mm -hmm. i'm just guessing 30 seconds suddenly i hear a voice from the other side of the door Mm -mm. and the voice goes Guys, what are you doing? No. And it turns out no. <laughs> that this whole time, no. that blob that I saw was my sister who no. had left about 40 minutes earlier. Her ride was delayed. And this was before cell phones or anything like that. So she's just hanging out on the front porch, just smoking a cigarette or whatever. And I, it had been so long that there was no way in my mind. I didn't even think of her. She didn't exist. She was gone. She was long gone. I didn't think that she would be out on the porch. So my brain had no reference for what I saw. And the glowing eyes that Yeah, I what saw, were the glowing eyes? Were there cigarettes? No. The two the, Virginia Slims? Two of them just packing <laughs> twice of them right. looking right at me. <laughs> Holding them apart. You, above her head. Just, yeah, right above. But they were like super close together. Like maybe like an inch and a half between these little doofy looking eyes. Oh my god. So, so do you remember those little... uh? elastic little ponytail holders that used to have those little round balls on either side yeah. oh yeah you remember it, it was those hold on hold your sister was old enough to be smoking but she still had like pigtails in i mean with... she wasn't no she wasn't old enough to be smoking oh like she should not she, have... i thought you said she was smoking on the porch she was she was she wasn't old enough she's not old enough to be smoking oh my god but she was smoking <laughs> she was smoking with those little <laughs> those little hair ties with balls in them I mean, she was probably, I would say, like, freshman or so. 14. But, okay, but she was wearing the, the hair ties with balls in them? Yeah. 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 Okay. I, right. I also think that, like... It was, like, a style. It was a... It was a I think yeah. it was a style because it was a they're it was, six it was years a apart, style. Like, too. Yeah, my sister is six years older than I am. Oh. So, I, yeah, she... There was a gap. So, that like, was probably just, yeah, like, this was cool like to wear. Years ago we were just... Too. That was a look. That was a look. Yeah. Okay. It was the style at the time. Mm-hmm. Okay. Perfectly mid-90s <clears throat> jean jacket, okay. smoking before you're okay. able to kind of thing like, like that. Like a grungy, like, For baby sure. doll look. So, yeah, all that is to say that, like... One of the scariest moments of, like, the scariest and in-the-moment most unexplainable events that has ever occurred to me was literally just my sister outside of my own perception. Yeah. You know? So in that sense, I really believe that so many of these, like, terrifying moments are, there's there's one piece of information that would explain it. Yeah. And that's, that said, I'm, I'm a huge hopeful in the sense that, like, if a ghost just straight up appeared in front of me, it would probably scare the crap out of me before I wouldn't be that guy that's like, all right, who's got the smoke and mirrors? Good effects, guys. Like, oh, this is so real looking. You know, I'd be like, shit, there's a ghost. Like, it's a fucking ghost right in yeah. front of me. Like, I would probably fully give over to that yeah. until I had that piece of information. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and then that said, there are two things that I could really, that just have, like, shook me. Yeah, give me the stuff just, you like, can't explain. That I can't explain. Tell us the time you almost did poop those pants. 
that was it. That was the poopiest in the pants have been. The other ones <laughs> are just like so perplexing to me that they're it's just like I get no physical response. Okay, out of then I want to like, hear about what's the, yeah. the truth. I will say, I will say, as you guys know, the moments when I've been the most scared, I'm almost at my most calm. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's just like I feel like you become so scared that you're like I could die. I need to get this right. Like yeah, I need yeah. to calm yeah. my stuff together. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like yes. it is time to make the right choices. Don't just act mm-hmm. reflexively. You know. Yeah. I'm not a flighter, but I'm also not a fighter. <laughs> We're a freezer. We're a freezer. We already yeah. no, we yeah. talked about this. Sorry. That I, is the third option. Yeah. And, yeah. 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 I'm definitely a freeze and contemplate this. Mm-hmm. Um. Maybe too long. So, two other big. Oh, there's also a third big one, right? But that's the the one at your place, that Easter. Mm-hmm. I know we need to we'll, describe we'll that, do that Easter another one. time. Another um, one. We'll do that for the special Easter edition. Of the special Easter episode. Ooh, you that's guys just the wait. Spirit. Oh, that's. <laughs> I was like, why did Gotta she get some it? Holy We're ghosts in here. <laughs> You gave me such good eye contact and I ruined it. I ruined it. <laughs> we'll keep that we'll keep that in. That's okay. Okay. Um we'll save that. But yes, we really need to tell this story. But like I said, I need to go over it again. Like so much happened, it sounds fake. Yeah, I need you guys to mm-hmm. be like linked up in your story. Like Yes. I have that timeline like concreted into my mind. Me? Like, I do not. But anyways, because I wanna again, hear I've I've pieced that night together and it doesn't it just it doesn't even make sense. if it is oh, like I could still label it comfortably as like just a very bizarre sequence of coincidences. Yeah. But when that many coincidences line up, you would have to be an idiot or like extremely stubborn and closed minded to look at them and not be like, we shouldn't like no one line these instances up like yeah. deliberately like this. On the day Which, Jesus like, comes back from the dead, oh, let's shit. not forget about that. Which if, if someone had lined up all those, I'm not even sure what you're talking about, but if someone had lined <laughs> up a bunch of incidences and there were multiple factors to this, at this point, they would have fessed up like, oh, I did it, I got you. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. No one yeah. is that egoless well, the other thing is that they would let that keep going. Yeah. The, yeah, it's too perfect to not have a, a brand on it. But the other thing is that many of these were like natural events occurring that were... Oh we're going to get there. We're going to get there someday, guys. Um, we're teasing this so hard. <laughs> okay. So two stories that just kind of wake me out and are the first things that come to mind when I think of ghost stories. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them, our power had gone out, but this was like a long time ago. So we still had landlines. So I'm hanging out in the living room, just on the couch. I have the windows open. I'm talking to a friend on the phone, which I should specify that landlines are self-powered and they don't rely on electricity coming through your circuit breaker. So the people tuning in will definitely not know that. Understand that the youths, the yeah, the the landlines still work when the power's out. I didn't know that, and I had a landline, so that's cool. Uh, okay. <laughs> the power was out of my house for some various reason, but I was waiting for it to come back on. It was daytime. We're just kind of, I'm just kind of hanging out, talking on the landline on the couch in the living room. Right, the living room shares a wall. Like one of the walls is on the other side is my sister's room. Okay. Mm-hmm. And growing up, my sister had one of those big stack stereos that was like all the various components. Like you have like the one piece, it's like a record player. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. uh, the one piece, oh, it's like the yeah. AM FM tuner and the oh, CD yeah. thing, you know, and they have, they're always in that like glass cabinet. It's like a junk, you know? Yeah. I, yes. I remember yeah. the CD towers. Yeah. It like, was, yeah. yeah. And it would have like yeah. one 
either built in or you yeah. buy one for like anywho yeah your uncle who is still single probably had it yeah yeah absolutely oh, yeah. um so i'm just hanging out talking on the phone and all of a sudden i hear the radio in my sister's room come on and i was just like well, that's weird like i didn't know i didn't even know she was home so that's that's weird right so i just i'm like hey hang on a second so i set the phone down and i go to walk into my sister's room and right as i'm opening the door i i have the thought like wait the power's off why is this happening and as i'm like approaching the door it, it this is this is where the explanation for me kind of fails is because it's common for these types of stereos to like hold power in their capacitors mm -hmm. right so it's like especially in like early electronics days it, it would not be uncommon for an unpowered system to make noise because the old crappy capacitors would bleed out some power yeah. and make something happen. Side note, Taylor works in tech and truly knows what he's talking about. Yeah. <laughs> so Proceed. The old, yeah, the older stuff would kind of make sense, right? But the thing is, as I was approaching the room, it, it tuned channels. Ooh, it no. changed channels. No. And it went from like one country station through static onto another country station. I don't know what song was playing. I was just kind of hearing it through the door that's when I realized the power is out because the room is completely black. As soon as I open up the door, the music completely stops. No. Like there's no noise whatsoever, which again, I could attribute to like, you know, electronics just being random electronics, but why did it tune? It has a physical tuner. Why and did it cut out the second you open the why door? Why did it cut that's out the second I opened right the door? There. And as, as soon as I opened the door and all those pieces clicked at once, I was like, yeah. there's no power here. Why did it tune? Why did it just turn off? And also my sister's room was like in the back of the house. It was like ultra dark and creepy. And just like the vibe, just poof, just like fog. Just a thick, dark cloud just set over me in that moment. I was like, oh my God. Just straight up bolted out the front door. Had nothing, I had nothing to do with the house anymore. Left my friend on the phone, completely forgot. Like they were on the phone the whole time. And I just waited out in the front yard until like my mom came home. I was maybe like eight or nine years old. No, maybe a little older. Actually, I'm really bad at age and like you placing are. it, so That's fine. I'm just gonna leave that out. And and that just know that most of these stories happen like teen, early teen, preteen mm -hmm. years, you know. Okay. But that's that's what always kind of shook me, and it's ultimately not a lot happens, but it's all so weird, and I have no explanation for it. It doesn't make any sense to me. Like, so I'm hanging out, the power's off, all of a sudden the stereo turns on. First of all, like these have like physical switches. Yeah. Yeah. Like very heavy, like toggle switches, so it doesn't just like fall open, you know. Yeah. It tuned. That doesn't make any sense. Why did it? Why like, did it tune? It it it's a physical dial to tune. Like you can't like send a signal with a remote and tune it. And then it shut off as soon as I opened the door. That's the creepiest part for me. That's yeah. that's very creepy. And there is also one other moment where some friends and I were hanging out in the front yard. And we actually used to have this on video, but that tape is just like long gone. But we used to watch that video all the time because it creeped us out so much. But we were all in the front yard and the camera's up on a tripod. You can see our, my front door and you see a friend walk up to the door. And as soon as he opens up the door, it gets like, cause there's like a movie playing on like the TV inside. It gets so loud that all of us like stop and cover our ears. And the thing is, is like, it, it it wasn't like him opening the door, 
you know, made it louder because it wasn't blocking anything. It, it was like actually louder because he immediately was like, whoa, like reared back physically and then closed the door. It was like, you guys hear that? And we're all looking at the same time. And on the camera, you can hear the difference in the volume. Like before he opens the door, you can't hear anything yeah. on the TV. And then he opens the door and just blows out. Roars at you. And then he closes the door and you can still hear it pumping out from the house. Like all the noise and everything like that. That's weird. So, like, and this is the same house. Like a lot of like volume cranking and things like that that's going on with this dude. You think this ghost is a male. Oh. (laughs) Well, uh, if I had to personify it, yeah. It's clearly a a music buff. Yeah. Yeah. And and I do remember specifically like the movie that was playing was one of the Fast and the Furious movies. Oh, okay. So he's probably oh, wow. like like a bro, like it's my favorite scene. Like oh, want to hear those engine revs, you know? Super into cars. Likes country, old Indy 500s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My dad was like real into NASCAR too, so he's probably just hanging out with my dad, like mm-hmm. okay. on the couch watching NASCAR with him. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I definitely believe uh, could be Dale Earnhardt's ghost. Ooh, that's oh, great. I'm sorry, Dale Earnhardt Jr. for uh, or you're welcome taking over Invite your dad's spirit no. like that. You're welcome. Um, I I 100%. As, as much as I believe in ghosts, I also very much believe um, in, like, energy and, like, residue energy. So, like, even if, you know, even if your place wasn't haunted, which seems like, I don't know what your your other story is going to be, but it, it doesn't seem like you had, like, a bunch of weird, like, consistent occurrences where right. it just was like, well, this place is haunted. Right. Like, I do think that, like, you don't have to. You don't even have to be dead to leave behind an energy. I feel like some people walk into a room and the energy just goes sky high or or bottom out. Like I, I think people bring energies with them, and I, I also think it's silly to think that like those energies don't get trapped places. Um, and so you know if. If you're not, if you're in a place that like doesn't feel like you have a resident ghost, but you still have just like weird occurrences, there could, you know, it could have been like a residue of someone who was just like so into music or something like that. This is just me rambling, but like, you know. And that's, if I were to like classify it, I would never say that like we had like an entity in the house. Like, you know, and again, it would take a lot for me personally to even classify that. Yeah. But that said, like, even by most definitions and standards of it, like, I would still say someone walked into our house, they wouldn't find anything interesting. You know, maybe it'd be Mm -hmm. like a vibe or something like that. Sure. Um, Again, like, the whole area overall was kind of weird. Like, we all had our little, like, neighborhood folklores and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. Like, apparently there was, like, I don't know, people call them, like, different things, but it was, like, the, the, like... The smoking man was kind of like what he went as Wait, around the neighborhood. What is Excuse this? me, what? Tell yeah, us this. Who this? I who didn't this? have him. So he could this, be the spirit of the week next week. And, and that's oh, the smoking man. But that was, it was only, as far as I knew, like it was only talk, were, the only talk that I heard of this was from like the kids and the people in our neighborhood, right? Oh. And often a lot of people would say if they had any experience with it, it was always one, a really foggy night. Because we lived, again, like, right on the Gulf of Mexico. So, like, sometimes, like, a fog would roll in and just, like, creep over the neighborhood. These people would be out late at night, like, past midnight or so. And they would just see, like, an orange glow in the middle of the street, like, right where the fog break is. And 
everyone that's ever pursued it was never able to catch it. Like it was always just an orange glow that would just as far away as the fog was, as they would as they would approach it, like you know, it would light up like a cigarette glow, like, hmm. and then like it would fade out, and then if you were there just standing watching it, it would do the same thing, right? And then as you approached it, it would fade out, and you would never catch it, and then next time you saw it, it would be again at the edge of the fog. And there's one night that I. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. My eyes are watering so bad. I love it. Okay, keep going. So one one night I, I saw it, but again I've never Wait, been one to I've never been one to care. But yeah, it was just straight along my path. I was leaving my friend Bud's place. I just saw a smoking like a it, it looked like an orange glow of a cigarette, like literally right at the break of the fog. It's just the orange glow. There's no like outline of a no person. no silhouette no or anything. No. And like, how do you see that and think that's, that's an orange glow of a cigarette? I'd be like, mm, I don't, I don't think I would register that's it. That's specific. I but, would be like, what is that? A but an orange glow of a cigarette is very like distinct, though. Like the way that like lights and dims. Yeah. You know, like I guess you, that's true. If you see like orange glow of a cigarette through fog, like a hundred, hundred fifty feet oh, away, oh, there's someone back there smoking. You're gonna know it's a cigarette. Yeah. Yeah. Especially on a dark, dark, foggy night, like it glows, like. You know, like fog, like uh, yeah, there's yeah, like yeah. that occlusion effect where it's, yeah, so it picks up yeah. a bit of the like, so there's like rings, the little ambient yeah, 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 yeah. light yeah. for it, and it happened, and it was just right on the way, so it was just kind of like a little zigzag that I would take. He was just like a block down and over basically, so I just got on my bike, and as I was riding towards the street that I turned down, I saw the glow, and as I approached it, the glow was now further down the street. And it went that way until I got to my turn, and it was down the street at that point. And I turned and didn't see anything. But, like, as I was going towards my house, I just kind of kept half expecting to see it, like, cut the block or something like that. Mm -hmm. But there was never, like, a silhouette or an outline associated with it. Like, it was always just just the the orange glow. Yeah, Yeah, you've you've never seen anything before. Yeah, I've never seen that. And everyone calls it the smoking man, and one of the considerations was that uh, in the town that I grew up in, it was a town called Texas City, and there was something called the Texas City Disaster, which was a massive explosion back in, like, 1947. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a um, the USS Grand Camp, okay. or the SS Grand Camp, at least. They were hauling ammonia fertilizer. And it's suspected that at some point, like, a cigarette rolled into it, into, like, the hold, or it could have just been, like, a, a lot of, the, like, the big theory is, like, just the storage overall. But there's always been an idea that there was a man that was smoking that tossed a cigarette <gasps> that rolled into the hole that triggered the smoldering fire that caused the explosion. Oh. So the smoking man has always been attributed as that guy and his guilt for what he had done to the city and everything like that. Oh. Wow. Yeah. I love a city story. I love it. <laughs> I love a local t- tale. <laughs> Guys, I'm so sorry. I have to pee so bad. I no, can't. I'm going to pee first. No, I have to go. <sighs> Okay, sorry about that. Could not think straight with that pee pouch. Um, here we go. Let's get back to Oh, we've been recording our... a little bit, huh? Are we recording <clears throat> the term pee pouch? I guess so. <laughs> Should I not? No, I no, I kinda I'm interested in this. Um on a yeah, on the side so on the side <laughs> Sorry, I've been drinking champagne this entire time. <laughs> Usually I only do that at weddings. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready. 
Um, on the topic of pee pouches, mm-hmm. um, that's an accurate term for that. That's She's what I She's used it for years. I, I love I've never that. heard of it before. Is that a you thing? Is it a Texas thing? No, I think I came up with that. Never heard it by anyone before. I love that. It sounds amphibious. You it know? does, but also like yeah. that 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 anguish and and hardship and pain that you get when you yeah. just like yeah. have to go. Yeah. Well, and yeah. you know how like your stomach, you know the feeling when it's completely jutting out. Mm-hmm. It's like not your body anymore. <laughs> And there's a huge just like glob in front of you, and you're like, "This is so tight. I have to poo so bad." Yeah, I mean, we have the term "food baby," but you can't you can't say "piss baby." You can't go around no, and say "piss baby." The pee pouch. The is pee pouch. No, I like it. I don't and it's like alliteration there. I love alliteration. Do you guys have any lotion? My what? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. My elbows okay. are dry. You got the dry elbows. Okay, I will go get lotion. You guys keep recording. <laughs> you can uh, <laughs> you get my face lotion. It's like as Sorry, neutral as it gets. Get the good stuff. <laughs> this podcast brought to you by Chafed Elbows. Chafed Elbows. <laughs> For Voice, extra dry elephant skin. Them. Yeah, moisten them with some sort of lotion. These are the smell ones, and this is like a face one. But you know which one I like? Oh, yeah. It's Beautiful Day. I'll do Why Beautiful can't Day. I, let me interest you this in a is, uh, Beautiful Day. I want Beautiful become Day. Become a... Mm, give that a little bit. Lotion. Ooh, give me a Beautiful Day. I, I know, guess. right? Was like All right. I'll find you for All some right. reason. I haven't. We'll go to each other's houses and they're selling each other like cosmetic boxes. Okay. Thank you so Who much for coming to Bath and Body I Works. Co- I have a cosmetic drawer. Oh, it smells so good, though. It smells so good. I knew this part was going to happen. The smell was going to come. I like how you said it. Beautiful it it does. It smells like a beautiful Who's, day. Where is this from? Bath and Bath Body, and Body Works. Works. Everything is Bath and Body Works. You know what? I but feel like America forgot about Bath and Body Works for a second. For yes. a bit, like yeah. The and then it came back like it. I'm sorry. Hardcore. I don't mean to clap into that mic, but it is good. <laughs> yeah, like the it's 2010s, so no one was there. Mm-mm. Everyone was there in the 2000s. The 2010s, we were like, I'm better than that. And I was we like, were not we're not, though. That. We're not yeah. better than I started going back. I'm obsessed with their antibacterials, even before COVID. I guess it was kind of like the essential oils time where everyone's like, I don't need to shower. I'm just going to spritz myself with, like, what? jasmine. I think I agree people started this. to think of Bath and Body Works as, like, the high school. Like, yes. they thought of it as, like, a dated thing. But it really wasn't because what they were doing was supplying us with, like, delicious smells and, like, quality products. <laughs> It's it is true though because like and I mean just honestly feel free to cut this part out. Just, no, just no, this needs to stay. No, we what need I'm to about to say, oh, what I'm about, about to say, to just say. maybe feel free to cut it out. Okay, but it's like it's still as as a male, mm-hmm. as an adult about to be 32 year old male. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's it it's weird sometimes like walking past someone or when you put on a fragrance that reminds me of that one party I was at in middle school. I try to steer clear to, of cucumber melon. Trying to flirt, like, with, like, a, you know, a girl who was my age at the time, but now I'm thinking, like, of a middle school party as, like, a 32-year-old just because it's it's weird. Are you slightly turned on? No. no. And that's the oh. thing. That's the, that's, that's the thing right there, though, is that it's, like, it's turned on adjacent, right? Like, it's, like... Mem- it's like the memory of me being a dumb kid trying to make out in middle school and now I'm just like walking to like my salary job like 
Guys, you know what I heard thing though? On, like middle school parties. There's something to this because this is what I heard. It was from it was from TikTok and it was from a girl who said she used to work at Bath and Body Works and that they just retake old scents and rebrand them and relabel them. I know, them. I know. I swear and to I God, all it. these smell the exact same. Like I like like there are girls that I grew up with that like these smells remind me of. Yeah. And that's just so It's like weird. they were lathered in love spell, but now we call it midnight oil. That's not a name. Burning the midnight love Burning spell. Burning the midnight love spell. But you know what? I believe it. I believe it. Because anything on TikTok, I believe it. I'm, I'm sorry mic. to also, say it. Hang on one second. I'm going to raise this mic up. I'm not hanging make, anything on. I don't want it to make okay. a bunch of noise. I'm I have to say. crouching at this I microphone. I was really proud of myself when I was wearing cucumber melon. I feel like when I was like. That was my eighth grade year. Yeah, like eighth grade wearing cucumber melon. And I would like awkwardly stand in the corner during parties and be like, mm, you're not making out with me. You were never in a corner at a party. That's like, 100% true. I do not believe see, any of that. That's the exact thing that I'm talking about as I'm right. thinking about like... I know. <laughs> I was not. No, I had a... You were never in a corner. You are not that person. I looked like an egg, but I was loud. I was loud (laughs) and I was feisty. You don't go to a party wearing cucumber melon just to stand in the corner. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And I didn't. You're right. You're right. Sorry. I was just trying to play. I was just trying to. That was for mom and dad. Trying to play coy. Yeah. That was for mom and dad. Just kidding. Just kidding. Oh. So, like, thinking back on this, I would really love it if, like, my part of this was just No, 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 not at all. There's no way that that doesn't come across as just, like, weird. I think it all leads into There's someone out there that's going to relate to it, but, like, there's a reason you can't say this shit out loud. No, you were going to say this out loud because it relates to the idea of haunting. These smells were haunting this, you. I'm, I'm yeah. haunted. What else was haunting you, Taylor? I'm haunted by my middle school crushes. Yes. Honestly, haunt- yeah. this is the most relatable I've ever felt. Ghosts of boyfriends past. Smells of girlfriends yeah, past. Yeah, smells of... I remember smelling like Tommy Boy, like oh. beneath the bleachers remember, of a football game. What about Bod? Like the Bod, bod spray? Oh, god. oh my god. I remember walking into like a, like a Target and like picking up a, a Axe body spray, spraying it, and yeah. like melting into a puddle because <gasps> that was the epitome of like sexy boy. hot boy yeah. hot boy like yeah. this oh is a hot boy God. smell yeah and i would be like Ooh. yeah i also want to clear the air quickly since i've got this medium to do it mm-hmm. so to speak yeah um like so in like middle school i was like you know like stereotypical like oh guys are just gonna dump the axe on mm-hmm. it's not because we thought it smelled good and we didn't we weren't like almost oh, smell good it was because that stuff came out cold so you hit your entire body with that right after gym. It's like an ice shower. I just wanted to say that's 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 why you were all doused it. in it. That's why we were doused in it because it felt great to just spray yourself down. You with know that what? It ice worked. cold axe. It worked. I I mean, doesn't I think... take the magic away from me. I was more a bod guy. <laughs> absolutely. Bod. Bod, bod man. Bod, bod man. man. That's what it was. It was yeah. bod man. The bod like, had the actual like. Spray. They, whenever like they like started coming out with like the gallon size, like hand crank sprays for it, I was beyond it. That was much. Yeah. Yeah. But then yeah. there's like obsession was a one yeah. that a lot of people wore. I like the orange one. I love you. I want your bod. 
so this bod spray uh, just really brings you back into a time, right, when you had this paranormal experience. Absolutely. <laughs> Let me perfect, tell you. Perfect segue. Woo! I did it, I y'all. woke up in the Run middle of the so night. Seamless. <laughs> Running with it. I woke up in the middle of the night to the strong smell of bod spray. Okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think the, the last one that kind of just, like, unnerves me the most... And like the one that like really sticks with me. Um, it's the same house. All these stories are like mostly from the same house. But at the time of this story, I was actually staying in what used to be my sister's room, the room in which the stereo, the tube stereo thing happened, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Um, you actually moved into that room? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Um, I just heard, you know. Oh. <laughs> you know what right. So one night I, I, I just wake up in the middle of the night to my dad outside of my room like calling my name like calling me out right so i just i'm like okay this is weird so i open up my door and this room leads directly almost like into the dining area okay. so i open up the door and just the <laughs> dining area is completely dark no one's there nothing's going on but my dad calls me calls me from the kitchen which is you know right off the dining area so i go out of the room i go to the dining area i turn into the kitchen and the light's off no one's in there. Nothing's going on. So I'm like, Dad? I call out to him. And he calls me from the living room, which is attached to the kitchen. So I go to the kitchen, into the living room, and there's a door that separates them. I open the door and the light's off. No one's in the kitchen. Or no one's in the living room at all. There's no activity whatsoever in the house. Like, nothing is moving anywhere. All the lights everywhere are off at this point is what I realized. And it's like the middle of the night? Yeah, the middle of the night. Like, I mean... School night, like, well into the night. I'd already gone to bed late. Um, so at this point, like, I've called out to my dad several times trying to figure out where he is and why he's kind of, like, tailing me through the house. And in the living room, I call out, Dad, where are you? And I hear him outside the front door. And he says, Taylor, I'm outside. Come here. Come help me. Come help me real quick. So I was like, uh, what is, you know, like, I don't, I, I don't even think of the idea of, like, what is he doing out there at this time of night that he needs my help with? I, yeah. I, all I could think about was the, the allure of the, the pool to help my dad because now mm-hmm. he sounds like he really needs someone to help him. <laughs> Something's kind of up, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm reaching for the doorknob, like the front door to open it up, obviously go out there and see what he needs. Right as, I, like, right as I'm grabbing the doorknob, I hear a voice right behind me. Taylor, what are you doing? And I just jump just so hard, just, you know, just kitchen completely off guard and that's my mom right behind me i was like you know she says what are you doing i said i'm going outside dad needs my help and she's like dad's asleep in the bedroom with me and that moment like the reality shifted like my entire everything just upended like i've you know you hear bad news over the phone where you just feel that shift in your Mm -hmm. whole perspective just tilts Mm -hmm. you know and you're like this is my new reality yeah that was a sensation that I had where I realized that that's my reality is that I was almost baited outside by something that was impersonating my dad into distress and again being a skeptic my logical mind wants to argue that I'm sleepwalking is that something that you did as far as I know, I have two instances of sleepwalking historically. Okay. All right. 
neither of which I remember whatsoever. Okay. Both both of which I was obviously like in some deep, deep sleep type of a, a sensation. Yeah. I don't remember a single moment leading up to or after the sleepwalking. Okay. One of which I apparently opened up. <laughs> my mom was again in the living room on the couch, which could kind of see right down the hall to my bedroom. And at some point, I apparently opened up my bedroom door and just took one of my shoes and just set it in the hallway and then closed the door back. <laughs> <laughs> Which I, I don't remember a single yeah. bit of until my yeah. mom the next day was like, hey, do you remember, what were you doing with your shoe? I was like, well, what do you mean what was I doing with my shoe? What shoe? What are you talking about? And the other instance was with Brittany, where apparently I had some like primal animalistic panic attack at her waking me up in like a deep REM cycle. And I like... I still can't explain that one. I feral animal darted across the room and then just like yeah did you hiss like okay i would say we were into a couple months of dating so this was obviously a century ago and i woke him up from like a nap and he was in my parents house which i guess was ish new it wasn't like the first time you'd been over there but it was kind of new to your environment you know i've tried to take that into factor too Mm -hmm. but i remember waking him up and he jumped up like he he woke up normally mm-hmm. jumped up when he saw me moved back into the corner like a cat stood up like he was like possibly asked to fight someone <laughs> and then walked around me as if I was the most terrifying thing in the room and goes to the bathroom and I'm standing there so confused <laughs> because this all happened in like 7 seconds and I'm like babe are you okay? Are you okay? At some point, okay? my consciousness clicks while I'm in the bathroom. Yeah, he goes to the bathroom, goes pee, and then as he comes out, I'm just literally frozen, as we can all expect at this point. And he comes back, and he just like sits on the bed normal, like a normal person. Hey, babe, what's up? <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck is happening? Like, oh are you, what just happened? See, like, And I had no, he had no memory. memory up to this. My consciousness kind of came to while I was in the bathroom. And then, like, I never... It was such a smooth transition that I never questioned what I was doing Mm -hmm, before the bathroom. I was just like, oh, I guess I'm just washing my face now. Because that's apparently what I did as I went to the bathroom and just washed my face. So, like, halfway through washing my face, I was just like, okay, I guess I'm just washing my face. I just walked out casually, and she's like, uh... What the fuck was that? I don't know what you just turned into. And I was like, what do you mean? You were like a bear in a corner. What's up? It was very <laughs> weird. I mean, that's wild. I, I don't know what. Yeah, I don't. I have no idea what that is. Like, I don't. The most logical explanation that I can apply to it is that I was clearly sleepwalking. But yeah. but there's I, instances of ghosts trying to call people out. So sure. like, yeah. when you heard that, that or you freaked out. That's when I heard. When you heard that, like, that's something that ghosts do. They try and lure you out of, like... Oh, that's, like, yeah. a classic, like, get him out of the... Like, get yeah. him where we want him. Abs- yeah. Absolutely. But that's the, that's the thing, is that, like, the moment that my mom said that, like, your like dad's in bed sleeping with me, it became almost a primal reaction where mm-hmm. I, like, my... Every sensation of my body was, like, danger. Like, like something is wrong. Edge. Yes, like, absolutely. Be aware. Like, like I said, everything was, like tilted in terms of like perspective yeah like, everything was completely different all of a sudden that that feeling i felt of like i have to help my dad was all of a sudden now like dear god i'm glad i didn't open the door yeah. yeah you know and that was just with that sensation and like in my prior instances that 
you know, with Brittany and the time with mom and the, sh- the shoe where I was like sleepwalking. I have no memory of anything before or after <laughs> until I was like conscious again. Whereas in this particular instance, I very clearly remember waking up like to a sound and getting up out of my bed, walking through the house, like looking and observing at each each room and being like, there's no one in here. Why did I hear my dad in here calling me? Oh, he's in the next yeah. room. He's walking out. He's like trying to get me to follow him, you know? And it wasn't like you just remembered the first like pull out. You remembered like three rooms. Yeah, almost. I remember very... And it sounded like he's outside each one of them. Not yes. like, I think I hear him outside and I'm searching for it. It's like, he's right there and then he's right there and then he's right there. Yeah. That is so... Yeah. That's so, so creepy. At- as a sleepwalker, the moments where I am conscious, conscious during that, they don't match so well the reality. Mm-hmm. Like it's not like, and I, and I, side note, I did used to have dreams where they were so vivid and so real that like, it'd be a dream like, I'm graduating from college and my mom tells me, oh, well, your, your grandmother isn't going to make the drive up. She's she's going to stay home. Like, she's mm-hmm. not going to drive up to Chicago to see you graduate. Be like, well, no, that sucks, but okay, cool. And then a couple days will go by. I'll get a phone call from my mom, and we'll be chatting, and she'll be like, well, you know, Gigi's going to ride up with us for your graduation. And in that moment, my brain finally realizes that that dream two days ago was a dream. It was mm-hmm. fake. Mm-hmm. So all of this information that I had, I had like woken up the next day and just like walked around as if that was like true information. Mm-hmm. And it was so vivid and like present in my memory. It didn't slip away like dreams usually did. Um, but I would carry that information that I had learned in that dream as truth. And so for a period of time, I had those constantly. So I, I, I almost got to this paranoid state where I was like, what do I believe in? What do I don't? Because it takes someone proving me wrong like with their truth to like break that spell of like and it then would it's like a domino effect it would break everything in that dream all of a sudden would come to my brain again Mm -hmm. and go nope 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 so like Mm -hmm. me buying a new notebook in a dream (laughs) yeah and then someone being like oh yeah you still need to buy a new notebook and i go oh my god i didn't buy a notebook like but my brain had that vivid dream that mm. I had gone to a store, mm-hmm. bought a notebook, walked back to my apartment, put it on my desk, and like the next day I wouldn't even look because I'd go, the notebook's there. And I'd like go mm. on with my day. So it'd be that mm. vivid. But as a sleepwalker, anytime I would sleepwalk, I would be on some other mission. Mm-hmm. Like there'd be some other like reality happening. Mm-hmm. So I never had those like put together, like a realistic dream with the sleepwalking mm-hmm. um but i definitely ha- would have like on a mission for something or like i would be doing something um that was out of the norm um like a couple years ago with an old roommate i walked into her bedroom at like 1 a.m mm-hmm. and just like i don't know maybe it was like midnight it was like er- late enough where it was late but early enough where like she just hadn't fallen asleep yet and i just like threw her door open and just stood in her doorway and she was like Anne Anne or what what are you doing and I was like oh don't worry I'm just checking the tape 
You that's you too... talked? Yes, I talk. I I will talk. I will have conversations as I'm sleepwalking. No. And she was like, "I'm what? What tape?" And I was like, mm, "Don't worry." <gasps> and then I like giggled, shut the door. No. Went back. No. Stood in my own doorway. She peeked out of her door and was like, "Ann, what the fuck are you doing?" And I like turn around coyly and go, mm-hmm, nothing, and then shut my door. No! 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 So, <laughs> it, my roommate started locking her door after that. Oh, Thank yeah, God! absolutely. 100%. Absolutely, like, that's... But, like, that is the kind... And then I called my brother the next day, which, like, he is a avid sleepwalker. And way I really... Shit. W- way into it. <laughs> he... There's a point in my life where I, I shared a bunk bed with him because mm-hmm. um, my bedroom was this like tiny closet because um, like by the they have my I had four siblings including me and like I was a bit of a surprise so they're like we'll stick you in the walk-in closet <laughs> and so right. I had this like tiny little like cute like yeah yeah sure sure <laughs> I am the Harry Potter of of my family um, but. At some point, I was too big to live in that room. Mm-hmm. So my bed was in there, and that's pretty much it. Maybe like a dresser or something like that. Um, but then I slept on a bunk bed with my brother. Um, and once I started living in that, like sleeping in that room with him, there was some sort of like synced upness. And he had always been a sleepwalker. And all of a sudden, I became a sleepwalker. So fast forward. I called my brother after I did that. My roommate caught me sleepwalking, and I had caught myself like waking up on the couch when I knew I fell asleep in my bed. Mm-hmm. Um, but this was like the first time in a while that someone had like caught me and like had an experience. And I called my brother, and he was like, "Oh my god, yeah, my my wife caught me sleepwalking last night, and like he's creepy. He's creepy AF. He'll come up. He'll get out of his side of his bed." come over to her side of the bed and just stand there? No. Yeah. Yeah. No. And so that night, he hadn't, I don't think he had slept walk in a while, and that night he had. So I was like, (gasps) we were like in tune. I was like, I'm pretty sure this is your fault because he is the catalyst to sleepwalk. I don't know. Like, he started my sleepwalking, and I guess I tend to sleepwalk when he sleepwalks. (gasps) It's creepy. We're not twins. Two years apart. I think we look alike. I think we look very much alike. But like, not, we don't have a crazy connection. Like, he is the greatest, mm-hmm. and we get along so well. But, like, when we were young, we didn't. We were, like, you know, we yeah. got along, but we were brother and sister. Like, he he synced up with me and, and made me, like, I almost walked out of our house in winter one time and just walked straight into the snow and kept walking. My brother had to catch me, pick me up, and, like, be like, no, 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 and bring me back in. So, like, this is, that's a thing. But... I would say, I don't think, I've never, I've experienced vivid dreams and I've experienced uh, sleepwalking. Mm. I don't, I've never experienced like a a vivid sleepwalking. Yeah, where it's like you know every detail. Yeah, and you're exactly where your brain thinks you are. Yeah, that was the biggest thing. And there's no transition between waking up. That's why I think what, I think you experienced a... That's also why it fails kind of my logic is like, I mean, granted, I don't know. Like that's that's why it can slip past because like I don't fully know. Like the only thing could be the, in the moment that your mom startled you, 
there could have been a, the slightest, like, the veil came up from your mm-hmm. sleep. Like, that would be the only moment. Right. Exactly. And that's where I feel like that would have been the case. But it's like, again, physically, I was exactly where I thought I was. Like, mentally, mm-hmm. I there was no page turn. Like, I was... I was, like, in that moment, reaching for a doorknob, and then I heard my mom, who I had disturbed when I was calling out for my dad, right? Mm-hmm. And she was, like, right behind me. It scared the piss out of me. Yeah. Scared me so bad, like, mm-hmm. focusing on the door in front of you and then hearing yeah. the voice behind. And that's where I feel like there there could have been some kind of disconnect there if I had been sleepwalking. But again, I, I have no idea. But that that is always stuck with me in that, sensa- that sense of, I felt in danger. Like, the moment that I realized that it wasn't my dad calling me, my first sense was danger. It wasn't confusion. It wasn't, like, necessarily, like, ponderment or me me being like, oh, this is weird. How was he there whenever I heard it? It was just, like, immediately my body's like, it is a good thing you did not open that door. Because there's something on the other side that wants to get you. Which makes me think that whatever that was was... She's evil. like, come on, come Not on. Good. She's like spinning a web yeah, trying I think, to get me into it. I think our bodies it. react the way it should react. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like, I, think like, it sh- like, I think like we have an inherent sense, whether you believe or not, I think we have an inherent sense for that like negative energy. And there's, mm-hmm. there's one other time. It was actually before this, oh, which is interesting. Uh-oh, interesting what? little back feed to this whole thing. Um, we used to go to a, uh, like a deer lease, like a hunting lease, uh, every, almost every weekend. So uh, like a, uh, it, it's a, we call it a deer lease, but it's basically a big plot of land that someone owns. Oh, yeah. And okay. then you do like okay. a yearly lease for like permission to be there and okay. like hunt for it on it. And everything yeah. Like it's, that. it's a big thing in Texas where okay. like someone owns it and you can, can you can help help um kind of like keep up with it communal you can, thing. Okay. yeah like a okay. communal thing or like pay money and to like go on someone's land and okay. hunt and use their resources because yeah. you can't just you obviously can't just hunt any animals anywhere you want in texas like it has to be during certain seasons it has to be during certain areas you have to have licenses stuff like that so okay. you can yeah. rent this out and be like this is my weekend getaway and i can hunt or just chill out here Kind of thing. Anyway, so our deer lease was actually directly adjacent to this area that is referred to as the Devil's Backbone, um, in like the San Marcos area in Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, the zip code out in that area is seven eight six six six. Yeah, that's where I went to college. Ooh, and okay. I blamed all my bad grades on there. There's a multitude of stories and legends that come out of uh, the Devil's Backbone. Okay. Um, one person on that deer lease who was someone that at the time, like, I mean, I obviously don't know him, but I was maybe, I was, you know, kind of, a, I was a kid, but there was one of the, one of the guys that was always there was always down to earth kind of a dude, real mellow. I, I got along with him really well. He was a real kind person, right? Mm-hmm. And he, uh, one night he, he ended up in a, in a car accident. And he got banged up real bad, and you know his family, because it, it was the son of two people at least at the deer lease, and he would come every now and then, maybe like mid twenties or so. Yeah. So the guy got into a car wreck, and closest hospital was like, you know, a, a ways away. So a bunch of people got in the cars, drove down to go see him. I stayed at the deer lease, but the story that came back was that the first thing he said 
whenever he woke up is what happened to the, what happened to her and they were like who what happened to who the woman in the white what happened to her she crossed the road i swerved what happened to her did i hit her did i hit her tell me i didn't hit her and they were like there was no one here like there was no one else you you we found you crashed and in, crashed into a tree off the side of the road right so time goes by like weeks right and then later on we're all back there and that family shows up just kind of just live wire just lit up just we have to tell you guys this we have to tell you guys what we found so they show us some papers that are basically a printout of some woman that was coming home from an event and she was wearing a white dress and she fell asleep at the wheel whether drunk or not i don't know crashed into the exact same tree that he crashed into and his account of that night is that as he was driving, a woman in white stepped out in front of him. He swerved, his tires dipped off the road, and he drifted into that tree. What if she swerved to miss someone? It's just like a repeating it's, cycle yeah. of, of, like, now there's going to be, like, a guy in camo crossing the street, yeah. but no one's going to see him, so oh they're just going to right through him. Um, but, that yeah, so that's that was water. one of the stories from The Devil's Backbone. Um Again, like the property that we were on uh, was like very adjacent to what would be officially the devil's backbone. Mm-hmm. It would be like maybe the devil's tailbone if we had to specify. Okay. Um, <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, I, I would spend a lot of time, like I was a kid on that lease. Like I grew up there and uh, just always getting into little foxholes and everything that I could. Yeah. And one of my favorite things was to, like, crawl around and run around in, like, the game trails that you would find. And the game trail is, like, if there were to be, like, a field of grass that's, like, waist high, right? And then you, like, knelt down to, like, knee level or ankle level, you would see, like, paths that small game, like, squirrels and rats and rabbits and everything had, like, had their routes. Naturally made. Yeah, Yeah. yeah. So one of my favorite things would be, like, to find those as a kid and, like, crawl through them, you know? Like, I was not mindful of disease that could have been like on the path throughout there um one of these game trails was kind of on the edge of our property and i'm pretty certain it kind of like took us off took me off of the property and on someone else's yeah one of the game trails it i was following for a little bit and it eventually kind of like widened up to a point where i could almost walk i was just kind of like doing a little squat walk mm-hmm. and it started just get darker and darker as I was walking. Um, obviously the game trails like leading into like a thicket of trees and all of a sudden I just kind of break out into this opening and it was this weird dome sort of growth where the trees had all kind of like bowed inwards mm-hmm. and created almost like a natural dome effect, right? Yeah. Almost kind of like hmm. if you were to like go to a park that they had a gazebo and they put like the vines over it, right? Yeah, yeah. And it'd be like a little grassy little tree dome or whatever. That's basically what it was. But I had, again, a similar sensation of I should not be here. There's something wrong here. And as I focus in like the new darkness that I was in, I see like tattered clothing and just various little bits and bobs of things in this area. I mean, we're like, it looks exceptionally old weathered fabric just tatters just everywhere and like the closest description i could say would be like some blair witch-esque shit Mm. like Mm -mm. and like the whole vibe was just like nasty yeah hated it all 
And that was probably like a year or so before like the whole quote-unquote sleepwalking event yeah of that sensation and one legend uh it's like the navajo uh version of it is like a skinwalker where typically they will impersonate they're like an evil like a malevolent witch yeah uh they will impersonate typically animals but sometimes people Mm -hmm. uh and they typically get at them with poison but there's various spin-offs of the skinwalker i think like the navajo skinwalker is the most famous like popularized one Mm -hmm. But there are versions of it in which they impersonate people and lure them in distress and try to bring them into their side, you know, like bring them out into a vulnerable situation. Um, With the difference being that a skinwalker almost always gets their prey, like they're going to get them typically. Yeah. And like in this situation, had my, if this were indeed something of the sort of the similar nature you know had my mom had i opened that door that would have been essentially it yeah um so that's that's the darkest version of that that i think of is that i went into its domain at the devil's tailbone yeah maybe it started following you and then it followed me back and was like "Hmm, i'm gonna get this kid i'm gonna get him yeah i don't doubt that at all i think they have a lot of time on their hands they have to plan things out. Like, why wouldn't they have a long-term plan for you? You know, some long-term. Uh, you're part of that long-term plan if it is that long-term, because I'm alive now. Shit. Yeah. Mickey, so you just kind of wrap yourself up into it. I know, Mickey. Shit. Maybe Mickey is the uh, skinwalker. They impersonate animals. <gasps> Playing the long game. No, he's I mean, too that sweet. That is boy. the longest game. Thirteen-year-long <laughs> <laughs> <13 laughs> game. <laughs> Every um, week he gets a message and it's like, come on, do it already. And he's like, I know, I'm just, I'm working up to they it. They give me like oh, five I'm really today. warming up to them. Yeah, they give me a ride. Right to do it. I don't know. There's that snake I really love. I like, just, yeah. I feel good here. Yeah. Treat your dogs right. They may secretly be a skinwalker waiting to eat your soul. Yeah, think about that. Um, those stories were awesome. Oh, thank you. The thank one you. pulling outside of the house, that one gets me. That, that one, one gets me good. That's not okay. Not okay. That that one is a hundred percent something to yeah. me. You know, yeah. like I still think like maybe it was an alien, and then your sister decided to show up, or the alien decided to reveal itself as your sister. <laughs> I'm not against this idea, to be completely honest. But the one calling you outside, like it just feels like too much like mine with the cabinets. Where at the time I was terrified. I felt the same thing. I felt danger. But it wasn't till after when I saw like a a ghost movie or a ghost, you know, hunting kind of show that confirmed like, no, this is a thing that happens a lot. And luring you outside is a thing that happens a lot. Opening these fucking cabinets is a thing that happens a lot. And there's just something about like knowing that after it's already happened where it's even more terrifying. Oh, I yeah. agree. Like, I mean, one of the realizing that you could have been trapped without even realizing it after yeah. the fact is almost like it's you're breaking your veil of ignorance yeah. it's like yeah. that peaceful oblivious to the truth type moment where it's like oh by the way mm-hmm. you almost died like had you stepped two feet to the yeah. right you know like yeah. that ac that fell off the building would have gotten you but right. you had your headphones in it never even knew yeah right. i mean that's like feeds into those you know it, it to like 
the scary stories that are like, oh, like you have to invite Dracula in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. you have to, you have to open that door. Mm-hmm. If you don't open the door, you're fine. Mm-hmm. So it's it's always like these doors, these portals, these cabinet doors, mm-hmm. these like you know, it's it's always mm-hmm. you letting them in. Mm-hmm. It's that near miss. Oh yeah, exactly. Where it's like that that could have been it. Like, that could have been it. If mm-hmm. if that were the case opening that door like there's no telling like would it have just haunted me would it just ripped me outside and then it disappeared like and you, you, man if i disappeared yeah. as a kid people would be like yeah it makes sense like yeah he was always out i was out. always out doing my own thing like doing something that could have gotten me killed or like buried in like a mound of sand or something like that like i if i were my parents i would have after a week been like man Let's, yeah. let's pop another one out and try it, try it again. Yeah, my family would have been like, of course she wandered off. Like, how many times has she done this before? A lot. I also wandered off. Like, I was known as the child that would just, like, my mom would not pay attention for two seconds, and all of a sudden I'd be walking down the street yep. and going mm-hmm. on a mission. Like, I was going to go buy a bagel somewhere. Yep. <laughs> like, all the time. All yep. the time. I had like a, a local like a local uh, swim club call my mom like after I had walked all the way there and they were like um like we were members there mm-hmm. they were like um your your child is here <laughs> alone alone <laughs> and my mom didn't even like don't worry CPS will drop her off yeah yeah, yeah right <laughs> no and it, it, my mom had four kids and a lot to deal with but like that was just, like my mo is just to wander off so yeah like I think that's just yeah. like the those are the ones that get it. Yeah, I mean, why, why, like, you you watch the most primal interactions between animals, and they pick the ones that wander off, the young, stupid ones that wander off. Mm-hmm. Like, why are you gonna spend yeah. all your effort fighting for the one that's protected? No, with the straight A group? student, the one that stays home and does what it's supposed to do, blah blah. No. Stays near the safety. Mm-hmm. No, that's not yeah. me. Yeah, the one that's just like, you oh, the one that walks off. why is that bush that color instead of green? Yeah. Like, you're just like, oh. <laughs> It's an alligator. Yeah. Whoops. Yeah. <laughs> that bush? Ones that get got. Yep. Absolutely. It's probably yeah. all of my life. That yeah. bush? It's an alligator. And like, the thing is, like, what, what was my dumbass thinking as a kid? Like, that my dad was going to need help for in the middle of the night outside. But that was the thing. Is like, I was perfectly at the well, point. you question it. Exactly. Like, that's what I'm saying. It's like, if I woke up now and you were like calling me from outside i'd be like the fuck you doing outside before i was like babe what's up yeah I'm like get your ass right. inside dummy yeah right i'm gonna you do this to I you within the next week it's and so at 3 a.m i'm gonna be like babe come outside and you would just come outside not even aware you would like, not awake. even be awake even i awake. know i could get you outside before you were the, awake the place you're at when those things happen you're not like logical taylor like you know oh, what yeah you think. absolutely like, doing your job like you're it you're, you know, you're, you're super vulnerable to those mm-hmm. energies, entities, blah, blah, Just blah. Like, and your yeah. survival is, I must help this person. Like, I must help my friend. I must help my, oh yeah you know, yeah. like, yeah, I need, my dad needs help. I'm going to go help him. My girlfriend needs help. I'm going to go help yeah. him. Like, wh- whatever. You 100% would respond to that. And that was, mm-hmm. again, part of it was like, it was almost felt like hypnotic like i didn't have like a, a sensation of choice self-preservation yeah mm-hmm. it was just like oh yeah i'm gonna go help my dad it was like yeah. a like an angler fish's lure kind of yeah. just like guiding me to that light and another thing like <sighs> i think about this all the time is like 
the sound was crisp and directional. Like in in my dreams and such, like when I think back on sound and and words and reading in my dream, is it's never me actually doing it. It's just my brain superimposing that knowledge into myself, right? Yeah. Where it's like someone is going to monologue in my dream, but instead of them actually telling me stuff, it's just my brain saying that now they have said that to you. Yeah. So it's just like, you know, you can think a lot faster and you can speak and do yeah. and everything like that. So it's like all of a sudden yeah. my brain's like, oh, and they said this to you, mm-hmm. right? And it's kind of like ephemeral, like just kind of like non-directional, just out of everywhere all at once. Sure. Whereas like, again, this, this calling was like directional every time. It was outside my door, always outside of reach, always right there in a direction leading to my front door. Rather and than you just... know what they're asking of you, which if I had to tell you a dream from last night, I'd be like, I, there's something about squirrels. And so, of course, <laughs> I went outside. And... So we just got to bet you with squirrels to get you outside. Like, you would have to be, like, in danger and needing help. You're like, oh, there's a fucking squirrel outside. I'm going for it. I'm just saying, like, with, like you're saying with language, like, I would never be able to remember actual language in a dream versus something that I felt was clearly not a dream where mm-hmm. I'd be like, this is what they asked of me yeah. because I can't remember a single thing in dream. I just exactly. was like, I felt pissed at you and something about the river. For every, you know. every like dream that I remember, it all boils down to the smoothest version of itself where mm-hmm. it's just like, it all washes away so much. That it's just like a sensation or a feeling. Or the like, like residue feeling. A, yeah. 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 A general no. summary of what it was. I'm mm-hmm. going to call it. I think that was a spirit or an entity <clears throat> for sure. I'm going to go ahead and say you haven't given me sufficient evidence of it not. And that's uh, that's one of my, one of the few that keep me pondering? hopeful and pondering. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because again, bottom line, I'm 100% hopeful. Like I... I feel, again, like you would have to be closed-minded to acknowledge the science that exists and the facts that exist and that we don't really know our place in the universe. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. going back to aliens, like, we've got things like the Fermi Paradox where we say, like, if there's really millions of billions of stars like ours, older than ours, why aren't there just as many Earths? Why aren't there just as many habitable planets? And then we look at how many... How many species exist on our planet and we're the only ones doing what we're doing we're mm-hmm. the only we're the only ones trying to find space travel and to accept that and to simultaneously say no without a doubt there's no such thing as ghosts would be just a very remiss kind of stubborn statement to make where yeah. it, you're making a statement in my opinion based on a belief rather than the fact of ignorance the sure. fact that we don't know just yet what happens Mm -hmm. um it's coming at it with a stance already in place and like being like nope well this doesn't fit into my stance so it doesn't fit in so it doesn't fit in at all whereas your stance ultimately if you whittle it back page by page by page is based on unfounded knowledge Mm -hmm. where it's still theoretical trying to figure out what dark matter is still trying to figure out quantum mechanics and computing what's to say that as soon as we figure out you know, just rel- like the, the kind of quantum behaviors of our reality that we just don't like, can't just put out some like uh, them style glasses or they style glasses where we can put on glasses and all of a sudden see like 
what's really around us yeah. again we've got mm-hmm. like infrared we we see such a small spectrum mm-hmm. of our available spectrum of light what to say that so much out there when the pieces are all put together and we fully understand them there aren't residual energies yeah. residual personalities so so much psychologically speaking and just scientifically speaking in terms of what we don't know i am so hopeful for the fact that for for for, for it to become a fact that ghosts are some sort of supernatural energies exist yeah and even if they're not just like people who died a long time ago and are still around because they can't get somewhere maybe there's just a lot of crossover happening and that is it like they see us and they think oh my god like this weird ghost is in my house and we're like oh my god there's a weird ghost in my house like we could totally like that could be it it couldn't be like even if it wasn't someone stuck somewhere or what like that could be as simple as it is and I don't know. I'll also continue to harp on that energy idea. It doesn't necessarily have to be a person. Yeah. It could be someone's, like, Mm -hmm. feeling or an energy about a certain situation that just kind of gets, like, trapped in that. Mm -hmm. Mm Because just trapped in that building or space or area. And that person has moved on, but that energy is so strong that it's still there. I mean, and that's what you get, like, angry feelings and, and... music and whatever mm-hmm. like that that echo of yeah. that of that feeling that was there i feel like those are so strong yeah i feel like we've lived here long enough people are going to pick up on my for sure weird uh, weird chaotic yeah. fiery energy exactly yeah. they're just going to accidentally they're just going to be like, i don't know i swear a ghost slapped me in the face hit me in the nuts spit in my eye and then <laughs> and just every time they broke door. out into a tiktok dance yeah. <laughs> while crying the whole time i don't yeah. know every time i'm in the kitchen i feel really weird but like comedically genius yeah. anyone who lives in my in my apartment after i leave is just going to find shoes randomly throughout the apartment Everywhere. and i just kind of like jump out out of my shoes and mm-hmm. leave them where I've taken them off. Mm-hmm. And I can relate to that. Yeah, that's just how I live. Well, and then you, like the idea of like splintered and multiple timelines, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and how many sci-fi movies have we seen where the paranormal and the, the scientific are, are matched up, you know, like if two, uh, two whole movies, <laughs> two whole? <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's always like, <laughs> Like the idea is like splintered in multiple timelines. Like, yeah. what if there's a, an overlap? What if yeah. in the moment where some where a timeline splinters, you see your other timeline? So instead of seeing a ghost, we're seeing ourselves as we're splitting timelines. You know, like bent neck lady up in here. I can't. I can't. The truly most oh terrifying <laughs> and also beautiful, brilliant piece oh of gosh. work I've ever See, and yeah, that's it's very true that to me is like the beautiful side of it where again I remain hopeful where it's like spoilers for the haunting of Hill House coming up if you have any interest in watching it and you should and you haven't yeah. seen it but the the whole ending where ultimately like it had a purpose it had, it had a purpose rather than just being scary ghosts is it was confusion it, it was so so human in the story where we're confused and we're seeking like our place we're seeking love and every ghost story that we felt in that way had some human element to it to where when the dad ends up dying ultimately is he's now back with his with his family in the red room you know and like that's such a happy side of ghosts where it's like it's scary as hell with a malevolence 
enveloping, enveloping that happiness. It. <laughs> like, it was well, yes. not, like... Absolutely. Like, it's not, like, ultimately a happy story, no, but, that, like... That house ate The them. Red Room is eating them. Yes, yes. But, <laughs> like, that's still so much purpose, where it's, like, the world is, like, not even trying to be, like philosophical the world is eating us we are decaying away sure. every single day well so and, it's like and the bentleck lady is her succumbing to her own fear of herself but then she gets to rise again and give it another go even if she is ultimately being digested like so to speak if if you go from one beginning to end to another beginning and end why cast aspersions to that second story right why, why cast aspersions to that second start yeah, I guess and I guess she did. She sense. did help everyone else get out. Right. Like yeah. she was a sacrificial lamb. Mm-hmm. And then, but all that said, like I'm so hopeful for that. Like I want that to be the truth. I want that to be our reality where we know that like there's still some chaotic, like logically, I, I I'm gonna try and find what the truth of it is. But I'm hoping beyond like all hope that there's something that is inexplicable at this time and just like gonna get me to my core like i want yeah. that love it well yeah, that was good that was great that those was were good. great stories i'm glad i heard something new too um I, yeah i'm i'm stuck on that on that thing trying to get you outside but i know that's the one that really creeps me out because yeah. that's undeniably ghosty horrifying that was great. That was great. Thanks for being our Thanks first for guest, being babe. Our first guest. That was really Thank nice. you guys so much for having me. I appreciate it. Yay. And uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you don't need to know. None of you us don't know. need to know. None of um, us know. Well, it's but, just weird because I'm not like leaving the studio or anything like that. Like I'm just here. walking it's like, over cool. to your right, computer. You can get... now go into the next room. I'm gonna yeah. go. Yeah, I'm gonna go. Thanks for letting me out of my closet while I do the podcast. <laughs> go back in that closet now. <laughs> Um, well, yeah, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for tuning in. I feel in. like we talked long enough where, like, we can probably just, like, peace out now as well. We'll be back uh, next week with another guest. Yes. Um, um, your roommate, possibly. My roommate, possibly, who is, like... She's got the ghost stories. She's got the ghost stories. She I... can sense it. She can see it. She can smell it. Yeah. She's got the energy. She's also Spanish. She's from... Spain. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's got that like old world ghost story yeah. shit. That's really good. And if you guys have any stories, feel free to DM us at our Instagram or send us an audio file in Gmail. We would love to hear your beautiful voices. Yeah. I want to hear your ghost story and your voice, not yeah. my voice. We'll put it on the podcast, then we'll discuss. I hope this gave you as many tears in your eyes as it gave me. And uh, I hope you were spooked. And we'll talk to you (laughs) next time. I was about to say see, but that doesn't make sense. We'll spook you later. Um, We'll talk to you next time on Spirit of the Week. Bye. Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. 
quince.com slash style. 